welcome to switch three where i'm going to teach you the seven pathways that i know of uh, you need to condition your environment to make switching possible for you someone who teaches or preaches or handles a meeting would at some point need to switch you know and um, i need you to understand that you control you should be in control of the atmosphere of the meeting of course under the holy spirit you should direct how the meeting goes if anything goes wrong with the way you have preconceived a meeting uh, you might be a little bit offset or thrown off balance i believe you already understand meditation and you understand that you could meditate a meeting before it takes place okay that is what smart people who function in the supernatural do you don't just step into a program without having time to pray about that program without having time to study about that program without having time to prepare to meditate in advance so one of the parts that you meditate on for a meeting or a program is to precondition the meeting and of course be prepared for eventualities because that also happens so today i want to teach you how to condition your environment or the environment that you would be holding both before and during the meeting how to condition it to make switching possible for you the principles i'll teach today is not only tied to the prophetic it's also tied to the miraculous in short anything supernatural and so uh, i would quickly list the methods and start to explain them the first one is what i call the worship pathway the worship pathway the second one is what i call the contemplative pathway the third i call it creation pathway the fourth the activist pathway the fifth relational pathway the sixth serving or caregiving pathway the seventh intellectual pathway these are the pathways that i know and works for me personally i believe with a proper understanding of these seven you would be able to know more, develop more, and actually practice more. What is the worship pathway? The worship pathway helps me to condition myself before a meeting and during a meeting uh, and helps me to calm myself in such a way I can easily switch. When I talk about calmness, you start by learning how to calm your physical environment. But you get to a point when you are well developed, either your physical environment is conditioned or not, you know how to calm your spirit. And what actually helps me to calm my spirit usually results in physical activity, which seemingly seems as if I'm not calming my environment. When I'm in a meeting and I move into worship, I carry everybody along with worship and the worship is good, it becomes very easy for me to switch. I mean, in the process of worshiping, there are times I hear the voice of God, okay? There are times the voice of my spirit becomes loud. There are times, the, of course, the voice of my spirit is in tune and the same with the voice of the Lord Jesus as the Holy Spirit in me. I thought that in graph principle, okay, where I thought about the God feeling. When people also join your worship, their soul, their spirit also becomes loud. They become open to God. As they become open, you can easily pick up information that their spirit let out. Okay, you can easily pick that up in a meeting. So worship helps you to condition 
the meeting now when i talk about worship here it doesn't necessarily mean the song has to be slow okay there are people that reggae worship okay worship is actually about describing who god is and honoring him for who he is okay praises is when you actually sing god's praises for what he has done but worship is not about what he has done it's about who he is you begin to picture and imagine him in glory or not in love what he has done for you it opens up your spirit okay that is worship pathway i do that a lot in meetings okay especially when i know i want to begin uh, with the supernatural probably because that's how i'm being led of the spirit another thing you should also know is that before the meeting starts you can soak yourself in an atmosphere of worship depending on how that works for you very fast okay you could lock yourself up in a room and that is why at times when I have an invitation, <clears throat> I usually don't just like to rush into the hall while coming. I mean, I'm, I'm coming down from my vehicle and I'm entering straight into there. I don't usually like that, except if the vehicle I, I is something I conditioned it and I was worshipping all along the way. That means I was not the one driving or something like that. Then it makes switching, using the worship part easy for me. But otherwise, I would like to have a room to myself where I can spend at least an hour before the meeting begins i begin to condition myself in worship and then i open up my mind and at times i begin to see cases that has not already already happened okay cases that i will be encountering in the meeting i will start seeing them okay because i'm open even if i didn't that's all right okay i just make sure i connect in worship so i'm not in worship for a selfish reason i'm not in worship because of what i want to get i'm in worship reason i'm in a worship mood or in a worship uh, uh, season or a worship atmosphere because of the essence of the love affair of god and revelation of god's love for me that i have so i begin to do all of that and it actually begins to condition me and prepare me swells my spirit being in such a way that uh, I, my environment is conditioned and i make sure i avoid contact as much as possible until when i'm done with ministration because you see the devil is also smart the devil understands these things so when you are properly conditioned in an environment and you are coming for a meeting you can cause events just to unsettle you okay somebody can just come and just rally you up and get you you know you know you know just off you know if you know what i mean okay just off just wants to get you off that atmosphere or contaminate that atmosphere and that is why it's usual that I like to be in a meeting place, look at the, the hall, the space of the hall, you know, imagine all of that in short, so that in the place of worship, when I engage meditation, I can actually engage meditation properly, if you, if you get what I mean. Okay, I'll teach about that if I would have to teach more about um, habitation and all of those other things. Okay, so that is... Um, worship contemplative i mean worship rather worship part with the worship part okay now when you talk about the worship part I, I made mention of something which i want to buttress the more worship necessarily does not have to be music you worship also in tongues okay you call it praying in the spirit yeah it's also a form of worship okay it doesn't have to do with the beat being small i said that it can be rigging if i can be high life so it's not about this the softness or the fastness of the music that's not what it is it's not about the genre of the music it is about your ability your ability to find worship in that environment of either music or practice that is what the worship pathway 
is okay so now i will be discussing the contemplative uh, pathway okay at times i can be very introverted as a person okay so i usually what i usually do is i find time to select scriptures especially scriptures that i need for that meeting of course i've pre-prepared i've pre-studied and i'm ready to go with god and um, as i start imagining those scriptures okay i start as if i i picture myself it's also a form of meditation it's, it's koinonia i picture myself in the meeting teaching those things discussing those things speaking those things as i keep doing that then uh i begin to find that my spirit is energized from within because of god's word because my spirit delights in the word of god my spirit starts swelling up does it okay my spirit starts swelling up my spirit starts swelling up and i discover that right now my spirit is light i'm no longer conscious of my body okay it is a pathway to koinonia where you start to think and brood over the word of god it opens you up and i usually find this happening when I am teaching, okay, I experienced something like that in Ibadan, in the middle of teaching, you know, there was this conviction about the goodness of God, about what God has done for me, about the teaching to the point that my head just packed and, you know, I started giving word of knowledge immediately and it was so accurate. That is what we call contemplative part, when you contemplate the awesomeness of God from the Bible, from the word of God, okay, when you do something like that, that is koinonia, okay, it's also koinonia. It's also going on here. Then we have what we call the creation pathway. The creation pathway. Okay. Now, um, depending on the kind of person you are, this might not work for everyone. Okay. This might not work for everyone. Of the two points I've discussed so far, point two is the one I believe should work for every believer. Okay. Your delight should be in God's word. Is worship doesn't work for some people that way. Okay. Not everybody will worship and cry. Uh, and so is this creation pathway. It's not for everyone. Okay, creation pathway is that you like to see the awesomeness of God in the things He has created. For instance, it is of my habit that every morning I walk. Okay, I do walk. I just walk. I can walk for hours. I had a son, uh, Minister Michael Fadari. I believe he's going to hear this. We do that walk together once in a while. Every morning I must walk. Okay. It is when I'm walking that way that I start to catch several revelations, catch several thoughts, catch several meditative uh, depths, and start to catch several instructions from God, okay? I like to see nature. I like to see greens, the grasses, the birds, the thing, you know? Those of us in Lagos, there are times you should take time of the hustle and bustle of looking at the computer throughout all the day and, and looking at skyscrapers. Find time to go to the beach, Find time to go to a place like Ibejuleki and go inside and see the bush, see the greatness of God. Now, if you can't do that, um, if you can't um, have access to such things easily, you have the internet, okay? Download YouTube videos of nature, you know, that shows you the wild, that shows you the sea, that shows you beautiful nature sandwich. It works for me, okay, but not for everybody. You have an example of uh, Isaac going to the field okay as he usually does he just goes there to meditate okay that's exactly what happens and his answer came as he was you know in the field he saw a lady coming who was on the camera who was to be 
uh, 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 his husband, uh, his wife rather, Rachel. Okay, so meditation actually opens you up to a lot of things. Actually, when it comes about the creation part, when you look at the wonderful things that God has created, it will spark imaginations and thoughts in you, and you start to wonder, wow, oh Lord, this is how great you are. Okay, you can do what we call uh, there's something called planetorium. Planetorium. Okay, you can have um, an internet download of that that will just give you a walk through the galaxies. You will see the greatness of God in all these things. These are what I call creation pathway. Then you have the activist pathway. It also works for me. Okay, when I'm engaged in activities for God, it kind of gives me this form of coolness and stillness in me. Okay, I, I love to help people. Okay, I love to, you know, help the helpless. It could be as simple as taking an old woman across the street. It could be as complex as actually going to a mission field. Okay, these things awaken spiritual energy within you. Spiritual energy within you. Of course, you know, this won't work in the program. Except for that, you are the kind of minister that I can also be sometimes, okay? Sometimes when I'm at home with the kind of people who have invited me, you are inviting me as a guest minister. I won't go into my hotel room and sleep. I will join the workers in the hall, arrange chairs with them, sweep with them, clean with them. And even the people I'm cleaning with won't believe I'm the invited minister because my picture on the poster might be different from the, uh, from the poster I'm going to take. You see me with Shonika walking and doing that. That thing energizes certain levels of, you know, within me. Okay, I do that uh, once in a while. That's the activist pathway. Then you have the relational pathway. The relational pathway actually looks like the activist uh, pathway. But this is the difference. The activist, activist pathway, pathway, as the name suggests, is as if you're on a mission. Like you're going on a campaign. Whereas the relational pathway talks about the strides, okay, you take when you are sharing with people, when you are trying to counsel people, when uh, your your ministry has an outreach program, for example, in the church, not far, like when you have Health Day, when you have uh, Widows Day, you know, when you join in service to help people, okay, this is not like. We are going on a mission field. We are going to take over that area. It's, that is activist pathway. But relational pathway means when you relate with people, the way you relate with people, with children, you know, the way you smile at people, make people happy, okay? In the gospel, okay, that is relational pathway. Now, let me also reveal this secret to you. There's a lot of secrets tied with relating with people joyfully. Let me tell you, let you understand something. Let me give you a secret. One of the secrets for me remaining far younger than my age, at least 10 times younger than I actually am, I am age-wise, chronological-wise, is because I relate to people younger than I am as if they are my mates. It will make you younger. Most people don't understand that secret. I was not shocked when TED Talk, the Capital Science TED Talk, released that they did a lot of findings about what can actually make people younger can give them long life and on the top of all their findings is that relating with people okay relating with people especially people younger than your age keeps you young i wasn't shocked okay but most of the times people over package themselves and overclass themselves to the fact that they class themselves into death 
So you need to understand that. Now you also have the serving and caregiving pathway. It looks also like the, the one I just discussed, okay? Uh, if God has given you a ministry, okay, that keeps you busy, keeps you busy with serving, with laboring, serving people, laboring, serving people, one of the things that will do to you is that it will not only increase your fellowship with people, it will increase your fellowship with God through His Spirit. You cannot love God that you cannot see if you don't love people that you can see. You need to get that. You cannot honor God that you can see until you honor people you can see. So you cannot serve God that you see until you serve people that you see. It is the same principle that cuts across every spheres and endeavor of human, uh, and ramification of human endeavors. So you have to understand that. Okay. So when it comes to serving or caregiving pathway, where you part with pleasures to to share your comfort with someone else that is also koinonia okay uh, most times a lot of people interpret the word koinonia to just be fellowship with the spirit but there are scriptures in romans corinthians which actually tells us that communion or fellowship also means distribution distribution of your material needs uh, your material um, uh, endowments by god okay it also means contribution okay when you contribute to a cause that is gospel oriented okay that is also koinonia okay that is also a pathway of koinonia there are, there are men that that works for it works for me so when i give when i give it kind of sparks something in my spirit okay i'm that light i'm disciplining my face to the point that i'm that light to sense how it is impacting on my spirit it is not superstitious it is a spiritual secret and that makes me so light so so light that I can really switch. It makes me easy. It makes it switching easy for me. Okay, and I need you to understand this. If you want to find out something about somebody, you need to love that person and start praying for that person. God will start revealing secrets to you about that person. Most people need to get this. So when you get to a point where you begin to serve in a certain direction, what it is going to really do for you is that it will open up for you to actually switch and get information about such people because God will easily commit or set up the atmosphere for you to find out and get information about people he knows you will not use that information to destroy the reason why God gives keeps certain abilities away from certain people not that he has not given it to them but it blocks the way for them to discover it is because they would never use it in love they will use it in pride to expose people and destroy people okay so we need to understand the importance of caregiving or serving pathway then seventh you have intellectual pathway that comes with people who read a lot of people don't know that knowledge helps you to switch ah <sighs> now this is a little bit complex but i need to explain this to you what brought adam down was knowledge what kept adam from becoming who god created him to be was knowledge listen to this carefully god created man in his image and likeness god is a spirit whatever god creates has not yet manifested on earth is in the spirit already made okay created and that is why you begin to discover from genesis chapter 2 verse 4 to 5 for example that god created the plants but it was not in the earth he created the apps but it has not grown okay so you begin to understand that there are two parts to the creative process there's the creation process there's the formative process 
okay what god creates is not yet visible what he forms becomes visible so god created man in his own image and in his likeness but adam was not in the creation and the, and the image of god yet he had to take a decision in the direction of knowledge the knowledge of tree of the tree of good and evil was to bring him down and further away from the created man but the knowledge of the tree of life was to make him exactly the created man and then we began to see the bible introduce jesus as the express image of the godhead it was the only one that the bible ever introduced as the image of the godhead the express image he is in the image and in the likeness so but adam never became what brought adam down knowledge now when you search and bring forth deep things of god you, in the scriptures and in word, even in literature, Christian literatures, you are open to information. It helps you to switch easily. You have ability to get information about people as fast as possible. It helps. Okay. Now there's something called one of the ways that word of knowledge or word of wisdom functions. Actually, word of knowledge is this: you can begin to extrapolate people's behavior before they do it by just looking at one thing. By just looking at one thing, you can say, this is what this person will do. This is who this person is, and you will never be wrong. For instance, when you begin to see people, let me give you an example. When you begin to see somebody who cannot endure a teaching for a long time, that person is close to a fornicator. How do you get this? Beware of evildoers. Beware of the concision. Okay? Beware of dogs. What you must first understand is unity is of the spirit. You have to study to know that. That is, you could use different words to separate an act in the physical realm. But when you look at the act in the spirit realm, you discover that it is originated or created by one spirit. Let me give you another example. Okay, let me, why still discussing it? What is concision? Concision contextually meant circumcision but check take your dictionary and check the word concision it means shortness terseness briefness okay briefness when you see people who don't want to stay under the teaching of the word for long like they ask a question they want to give them direct straight answer don't waste my time don't waste my time just give me the answer that's a dog speaking to you that's an evildoer speaking to you. Now, when you talk about a dog, it might not necessarily be he sleeps with a woman. But although that is the end game of whatever dog spirit that lives in him. But the first fornication or adultery that person is committing is that he is legalistic in his approach. People who cannot endure long and lengthy teachings, okay, want direct straight to the point answer are people that actually given first to spiritual fornication they are evil doers they are dogs okay and they will eventually enter into physical fornication let me give you an example there are six spirits i entered into this understanding by knowledge and it has never failed there are six spirits that work hand in hand demonic spirits that work hand in hand one drunkenness anywhere you see drunkenness sudden death is there poverty is there violence is there witchcraft is there okay and um, you have an adultery the spirit of fornication lives there those are the six spirits drunkenness sudden death poverty violence witchcraft then fornication 
these six spirits work hand in hand. You will never, never easily know this until you go into deep studies. Then you begin to discover that it is the same everywhere. Those spirits work hand in hand. Okay? Now, somebody will study this more to even identify more spirits that are inseparable with that environment. This knowledge, these things help, makes you ascend to the point that you just know certain things. Okay, You just understand certain things. You understand certain depths. You have certain revelations about people. Okay, Even before even meeting them. Okay, Just hearing one thing or seeing one move, you know. Pam, pam, pam. Your spirit just starts to get information. Okay, this helps you in the process of flowing, automating and flowing. If you have listened to the graph principle, okay, you would understand exactly what it is that I am talking about. So switch three here. I'm actually I've, I've actually have dealt with conditioning your environment, okay, before, during a, a meeting. There are still more to it, but. These are the main principles because my time is far spent, okay? Conditioning environment, conditioning environment, conditioning yourself for that environment and then being rooted in knowledge and knowing how to actually live your life pre, okay, in, inter, after, post, okay, an event, post a meeting. So I believe that you have been blessed, okay? This is very lengthy, but it's worth the while. I need you to listen to this, get your jottings ready. You know, ask questions and I will treat them in another series. Now watch out for switch four. I'll be discussing more on meditation, uh, conditioning your environment on another plane and some other issues that are attached to the switching. Then I'll wrap this up. God bless you. My name is Apostle Faith and I believe you have been blessed. Listening to other podcasts, they are all interrelated. You can't isolate one from the other. God bless you.